Welcome to our sermon podcast here at City of Light Anglican Church. We are a new church in Aurora, Illinois, finding a new day in Jesus. We want to see the light of Jesus rise and shine in our hearts, in our homes, and in our neighborhoods. Thanks for joining us for today's message. And it is really a, a privilege for me to be able to introduce um, our guest speakers today. Uh, David and Lindsay Getz. They are the directors of family discipleship uh, at First Presbyterian Church in Aurora. Um, they are also the youth pastors, or some of the youth pastors of my own kids and some of the other kids here at, from City of Light. And uh, we have a really special partnership with them uh, as a one church here in Aurora. And so we're really delighted that they're going to be bringing um, lights to this special passage from Acts for us today. Welcome, David. And Lindsay. Thank you, Casey. Thank you. Like Deacon Casey said, we're from First Press, and I just want to bring you greetings from our church. It is just such a joy to know and to be reminded that there are other um, bodies of believers all over our city that are worshiping God and proclaiming the gospel. And so we're so excited to be here with you, and um, we bring greetings from First Press to you. That's right. So I have a question for you guys. Have any of you ever been to a birthday party? <laughs> So some of you have not been to a birthday party? Yeah, a couple of days ago. A couple days ago. Okay, wait, let's try, let's try this again. Have, if you have been to a birthday party, raise your hand. Adults, you can raise your hands too. Yeah. Any of you ever been to a birthday party before? Yeah. yeah, okay. It feels pretty good to get invited to a birthday party, doesn't it? Have any of you, are any of you old enough that you've ever gone to a birthday party to which your parents were not invited? Like it was a no parents birthday party? Have any of you ever been to a birthday party like that? Yeah, a few of you have been. Those parties are extra special, right? Because your parents drive you or walk you to the place where the party is going to be, and then they leave. And then it's just you and other kids, and maybe the parent of the person whose birthday it is. And then a little while later, your parents come and they pick you up again. It's amazing to be invited to a birthday party. It's a wonderful thing to be part of something amazing. What about this? Have any of you ever not been invited to a birthday party that you really wanted to go to? Yeah, I have. Maybe you have an older brother or an older sister, and your older brother or older sister got invited, but you didn't because you're a little bit younger, and your sibling's a little bit better friends with the person who has the birthday party. That's true. You have no older siblings. Now, if that's ever happened to you, how does that feel when you don't get invited to a birthday party you want to go to? You feel left out. That's right, Millie. She's wearing a name tag, which is why I know her name. <laughs> you feel kind of left out. It's kind of a sad thing when we don't get to be a part of something amazing. I have another idea. I wonder if any of you have ever seen the movie Toy Story before. Yeah, I have. Anybody? The first one, not the new one, the very first one. Well, in that movie, do you remember when Andy, there's a boy named Andy and he has a lot of toys, in case anyone hasn't seen this, his toys come alive when he's not in the room. I wonder if your toys do that. But anyway... One day, one day, it's Andy's birthday party, and the toys are so worried and nervous. They feel nervous about someone new coming, and 
what will happen to me? I'm so scared about my place. Maybe there's not enough room for me. Maybe sometimes we feel like that if maybe we have a new person joining our family or a new kid at school or some new experience that happens to us. Sometimes when there are more people, we get nervous that there's not enough for everyone. You know, Peter kind of felt like that today in the story of Acts. He wasn't really sure if there was enough for everyone, if the gospel was good enough news for everybody. So we're going to read it from another story Bible in just a minute. If you um, grown-ups want to follow along on the Bible in your seat, it's page 1398. We're going to read it from a children's Bible, so it's going to be a little bit a little, little shorter. shorter. Um, so, have any of you guys ever seen this story Bible before? It's pretty cool. We're going to read the story of Peter <coughs> from Acts chapter 10 from this story Bible today. Peter and Cornelius were very different. Peter was from Israel, Cornelius was from Rome. Peter wore a tunic and a robe. Cornelius wore a fancy toga. Peter ate fish, lamb, and vegetables. Cornelius ate lasagna with pork and shrimp. Because Rome is in Italy, and you know, Italians eat lasagna. God loves all kinds of people. Now, Peter was proud to be different. He was a part of God's special people. That means that Peter was very careful to eat only what God said his special people should eat. Peter never disobeyed God's food rules until one day, Peter sat on a balcony looking at the sea. Suddenly, he saw a blanket floating down from the sky. Do you guys see the blanket in this picture? It's a blue blanket. The Bible doesn't tell us whether the blanket was blue or not. But Peter saw a blanket floating down from the sky. There were all kinds of animals on the blanket. What kind of animals do you see on that blanket? Yeah, a lion, a camel, a pig, and a bunny. Now, these were all kinds of animals that Peter was not allowed to eat because he was part of God's special people. But then God said something surprising. God told Peter that he could eat all of the animals on the blanket. All of them. Peter was shocked. God was changing the food rules. God said to Peter, I want you to show everyone that I love all kinds of people, no matter what kind of food they eat. Next, Peter heard a knock at the door. Some people invited Peter to Cornelius' house. So Peter went to see Cornelius, and they talked about Jesus together. Peter and Cornelius prayed together, and they even ate together. Maybe they had lasagna. That does look kind of like lasagna. Now, in that story that David just read to you, it talked about how God had special people and that Peter was one of God's special people. 
sometimes it can be kind of hard to keep everything straight in the Bible. At least it is for me sometimes. Grown-ups, is it ever hard for you to remember all of the people in the Bible and who they're all related to? Is that ever hard for you guys to remember all of the stories and how they all fit together? Well, I thought that we could help the grown-ups a little bit because, you know, sometimes we need help. So, so have any of you seen this Bible before? Okay, I thought so. I thought so. So I, I'm going to look at some of God's people. These are people who were part of God's special family. And if you remember who these people are, you can just say their names. Does anybody remember who these people are? Yeah. What would you say, Millie? Abraham and Sarah. That's right. Another one of God's special people is in this picture. Does anybody know who this is? Oh, that looks dangerous. Who is this? You can just say it. It's Moses. What do we know about Moses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got from God. Yep, he got that. He got God's law. He has it here in this picture. You can probably not see it because you're so far away, but you knew it. So, so these were um, rules that God gave His people to show them how to live in a special way. God wanted His people to be holy, and He told them to follow these laws. And do you know what God's people said? Yes, we will obey all your rules. No. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. Can anybody else not obey all of God's rules? No, I can't. No, we can't. We can't. That's the story that God tells us with his special people. We can't obey God's rules all on our own. Does anyone know who this, this guy is down here? You can just say it. You what can just it? say it. Yeah. That's David was another me. one of God's uh, people in God's special family. That's right. This horrible giant is Goliath. That's right. He is big. That's yeah. true. There is a Goliath right at Six Flags. Okay, now this is Isaiah. Isaiah was another one of God's special people, and he spoke God's word to God's people. Okay? He's going to be important later. Mr. David is going to talk about Isaiah, so I want you to remember, when he talks about Isaiah, this is the guy. I mean, you know. This is a picture to help you think of who he, who he would be. He spoke God's words to God's people. And the last person we're going to talk about for now is Daniel. He was another one of God's special people. Who knows something about Daniel? That's yeah, right. you're right. You're right. So these are all people who um, were Israelites. They were God's special people, and God loved them very much. And Peter was one of these Israelites. He was so proud to be different. He was so proud to be one of God's people. In our story and in the Bible, in Acts 10, it says that he followed all of God's rules, especially the food rules. He was listening to God. And we even know that Jesus was in that same family. He was one of the Israelites. He was one of God's special people. And so hadn't he come to rescue God's special people? Isn't that why Jesus came? Those were the things that Peter and Peter's friends were thinking. Hmm. But why had God chosen a special family? Why did he choose a special people? Do you guys remember what God said to Abram, who became Abraham? He said, your descendants, your kids, are going to be as many as the stars in the sky and as many as the grains of sand on the seashore. Have you guys ever been to a beach before? 
you guys ever tried to count the grains of sand on the beach you've been to? It would take literally forever. And if you add up all the beaches in all the world, that is a lot of grains of sand. And God told Abraham, your children are going to be as many as the grains of sand on the seashore. That's a ton of children. But was this promise just about Abraham's special family? God also said to Abraham, I am going to bless you. I'm going to give you a place. I'm going to give you a family. And I am going to bless all the peoples of the world in your family. He says, in you, to Abraham, in you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. How many people are included in all the nations of the earth? That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. All the nations of the earth, that's people from every nation. God, God, even Texas. That's right. Some, some of my family is in Texas, actually. So God chose a special family so that through his special family, he could take all the nations of the earth and make them a part of his special family too. Now, as you get on in the Old Testament, Miss Lindsay was talking about Isaiah and Daniel and Moses. This is kind of out of order and all that. And she mentioned Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet. He spoke God's words. And some of the words that God spoke through Isaiah said that the Messiah, that's Jesus, he would be a rescuer, not just for the people of Israel, but for all of the nations of the earth. He was going to be a light to all people. He was going to be a savior for all nations. Now, Peter starts to preach to Cornelius. And he starts to preach to all the other people in Cornelius' house because God had brought him there. And did you hear in the story what happened to Cornelius and to his household when Peter preached the good news of Jesus to them? Does anyone remember what happened? There was someone who came. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit came down on everyone who heard God's word. And it said that everyone who was with Peter, all of these other people who were part of God's special family, they were amazed that the Holy Spirit was given to people who were different from them. Now, Peter, at this time, he really starts to understand that God's plan is to take the Israelites and the non-Israelites. His plan is to take the special people of God and the people who used to not be invited to take those people and to make them one people. That's why the New Testament talks about Jesus breaking down the wall between peoples and making them one in Jesus. So I have a question then, and I want you guys to help with these questions, okay? Because I think you guys, you could do it. So, David, I, what does God want to do with people who are different than you? What is this telling us in Acts 10? I think God wants to bless them. What, 
What do you think God wants to do to people who smell different from you? I think he wants to bless them. Hmm. What do you think God wants to do with people who look different than you? I, I think he wants to bless them. What about people who, what do you think God wants to do to people who have less money than you do? I think he wants to bless them. Yeah. What, what about, what do you think God wants to do with people who have more money than you? Yeah, I think he wants to bless them. That's right. That's right. Now, what do you think God wants to do to people who have been mean to you? He wants to bless them. What do you think what do you think God wants to do with people who believe different things than you do? Yeah, he wants to bless them. He wants to call them close to him in Jesus. Now, this is one for the adults. Um, what, what do you think God wants to do to someone who voted differently from how you voted in 2016? I think he wants to bless, he wants them. To bless them. I think he wants to bless them too. Pretty sure he wants to bless him too. Now, at this point, it's important to remember that when God blessed Cornelius and all of Cornelius' friends, what did he do? How did God bless them? He gave them the Holy Spirit. When we say that God wants to bless people who are different from us, people who vote different than we do, people who believe different than we do, people who are mean to us, what we mean is that God's special people and Jesus coming shows us that God wants to give himself to us. When we say that God wants to bless all people of the world, we don't mean God wants them to feel happy all of the time or to have lots of things or, to, or even that he just wants everyone to get along with each other. When God blesses us, he gives us his Holy Spirit. Now, you heard about this way back at the beginning in Acts 2, how God sent his Holy Spirit at Pentecost. And that's a day when maybe you wear red and you celebrate God sending his Spirit to be with his people. This is when God sent his Spirit to be with the people who were not at that time a part of God's family. And what that tells us is that God really does want to bless all peoples of the earth. It tells us um, that the best thing that can happen to us is to be called a son or a daughter of God. I have another question for you. How many of you have been baptized before? Raise your hand if you've been baptized. Or if you've seen someone baptized. Yeah. Now, baptism is a sign that shows us that God has given himself to us. Can you look right back there? Do you know what that is? That's the font. There's water in there. And when you see the font, or when you take a bath, 
or when you see rain falling outside, or when you play at the splash pad or at the pool, whenever you see water, I want you to remember that God has given himself to you and that God wants to give himself to all people. So, God has blessed you by giving himself to you in Jesus, by giving you the spirit of the risen Jesus to live with you. What does God want to do to people who are different from you? What does he want to do? He wants to bless them. Now, we're going to pray. But before we pray, I want you... Now, this is not just kids, but adults, too. I want you to think of someone who is different from you. Maybe so different from you that it's kind of uncomfortable. Someone who's different from you in a way that makes it hard for you or challenging for you to... Be okay with being their friend. Think of a person like that. And when we pray, let's pray for those people as well as for ourselves. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, thank you that your plan from the beginning, from the time that you created our first parents, Adam and Eve, and from the time that you chose Abraham and Sarah to be the parents of your special people, from that time, your plan has always been to bless all the nations of the earth. And thank you that your blessing is not just making us happy. It's not just helping us to get along. It's giving us the spirit of the risen Christ to live in our hearts, to live with us, and to give us power to live in the way that Jesus lived, to walk in step with the Spirit. And Lord, thank you that in the same way that you have blessed us by giving us yourself, Lord, in that same way, you want to bless the people who are different from us, people who are just a little different from us, and people who are very different from us. I pray, Lord, that you would help us to remember that your desire for those people, what you want to do to them, is bless them. And bless them by giving them the Spirit of Jesus to be in them and with them and to strengthen them and to make them clean and to make them ambassadors for Jesus himself. Lord, we love you. Thank you that you've given us your Spirit and thank you that you have given it to the Gentiles. Lord, we celebrate today that the Gentiles believe because you, through Peter, preached your gospel, the good news of Jesus, to them. Lord, bless us today as we worship. Bless us today as uh, we receive the Lord's Supper, reminded again that you give yourself to us again and again. We give you thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this podcast from City of Light Anglican Church. We'd love to hear from you. You can find us online at cityoflightanglican.org. 
And now, may the light of Jesus scatter the darkness from before your path.